This is the Hot Corner, presented by Free Parking. What is going on, everybody? Another episode of the Hot Corner here. It's your host, Fundy. Welcome on by my co-host, CJ. John, how you doing, babe? Uh, pretty quick turnaround this week. Um, you know, usually we, we like to wait every two weeks, but, um, you know, with, with the draft and everything, we figured, hey, why not, you know, just, just do it again this week. Oh, yeah. And we'll get into, you know, a bunch of different stuff this yeah, week. Yeah, so we decided to do the episode a week early. Uh, kind of figured NFL draft, pretty much maybe the hottest topic right now, other than the Yankees beating the shit out of the Houston Astros right now. But figure we got to do it early because of the draft. So corner guys are back. And stick around because we do have a special guest on this episode of the Hot Corner. First, yeah, our first time. First guest on the Hot Corner, yep. actually. Um, former corner guy himself. Not the hottest of Hot Corners, but he's definitely a corner <laughs> guy himself. But... All right, kind of going to roll this episode like normal. We're going to talk about baseball, and then we're kind of going to end with our guest so that he can gloat over his draft pick and talk about football. So, John, let's roll right into it. Let's just give let's give the listeners an update on the Yanks and the Mets, how the Mets doing. Yeah, so I'll, def- I'll start with the Mets. So um, <laughs> I'm officially uh, – no, I wouldn't say officially, but I'm, I'm pretty pretty damn close to being like done with them already. And it's uh, the first first week of May. <laughs> Um, speaking of May, moment of silence for Dustin May. <laughs> DJ Dustin Dustin May, one of our favorite, one of the one of the hot corners favorite pitchers. Yeah, got Tommy I John surgery. Him. Man, it sucks. Anyway, maybe Cindy, but okay. About those Mets and Mets. So, I'm just gonna start by saying Lindor MVP. Yeah, that's uh, you could throw that out the window officially. <laughs> um, that, that, that's uh, that's done. Um, Mikey, he is over his last 23. Oh my which, god. Which is like I know people, you know, baseball is like it, it's so hard to hit in baseball, but what I mean to go over twenty three, yeah, and you're supposed to be like top three shortstop in baseball or yep. a top ten player in general. He just looks completely lost. lost. Like, it's like crazy. it's crazy. It's actually concerning because like his at bats are just like they're not competitive. They're not competitive at all. He looks literally just like lost. Yep. Like and, that Sunday night game. Like I watched him. He was zero for five, and I was like, and "Yo, yeah, he, this it, doesn't even look like it, him hitting." He had like a, a few strikeouts too, yeah. right? So I mean, yeah, he just looks lost. So it's getting concern concerning now. And yep. um, you know, I uh, my next thing is I hate the manager Rojas. Yeah, this is probably the the biggest. I thing was saying hate. this. I was saying this the other night to you guys in our group chat. I don't understand why he even put like. Here's why? Yeah, but why did he put Edwin Diaz in that yep. game? That was the first thing I said after that, you know, callback. Here's my run. thing on that because like, Dude, he just pitched the day before, right? He pitched the day before in like a intense, you know, one run game, right in the ninth. Um, so the following day, they're up eight four going into the last inning. Yeah, there's why no would point. he? Why would he put him in? There's no point. If, in they should have. If anything, he should have had him just warming up and have someone else start the inning because then, like. You know, if a runner got on or or whatever, right? Then maybe you can put him in. But like, then they have a big series like the next day against the Cardinals. So like, right? It it just like that's what I'm saying. His decision making makes absolutely no it sense. Makes no sense right now. And I I obviously think that's because he is a rookie manager and he doesn't really know what he is doing. But I don't I don't know if this Mets team needed somebody like Rojas. I feel like they needed a little bit more of an experienced guy. Or, I wish it would have been Beltran like love. it was supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, that, I think that he would have been so much better. But they're so that's that's them. that's Rojas. I, I've hate I've hated him since day one. Yep. And then, um, oh, actually, I'll save this part for the end. So you know, Peterson, he, he's another inconsistent 
guy, every other star, it's really good and then really bad. Reminds me of Steven Matz. Yep. Hate Steven Matz. <laughs> and then the pen's horrible. Same shit, different. Day. Same. Yeah. And uh, the, the same. they need Syndergaard and, and Carrasco back, but who knows with those guys, too. And then DeGrom's getting scratched tonight with, you know, what was it, the right side? Yeah, so we're recording this on or, Tuesday. Or, or tightness. Yeah. And, and he, he got, got scratched. scratched. So it's just like, you know, the one guy that's obviously, you know, unbelievable in, like, the entire team is just, you know, him not, not pitching or going out there. So dumb. really hurts, and then the only one, the, the only person really hitting actually right now too is um, Pete. Pete's getting hot. Yeah, Pete is getting. He hot. was like he had like three hits last night too. So he's he's been like two ninety now. He's getting up there. So he's you know he he's the only kind of besides the ground bright spot for for the Mets. But I mean I'm kind of over them already. Uh, they're not going to make the World Series. <laughs> so John John's officially out of the Mets, and yep. it's uh, May the fourth. So John's already out of the Mets. Um, my Yanks, though, Yanks, like John said in the last pod, yep. had a very soft schedule coming up, and DJ rips one down the line. It is high. It is far. It is off the wall. Is that a fair ball? I think it was foul. I think it was foul, but foul ball. All right. Well, <laughs> like John said, they had a soft schedule coming up, and they definitely taking advantage of it. Yeah, they were pounding the guys when nobody wanted to pound them. So they are I think they I, I think we can say they might officially be hot. I don't know. They're playing the Astros now, so it's definitely better competition, but And they're definitely obviously I mean amped up for this series. They, oh, they yeah. didn't get to play them last year. Yep. Because of the um schedule. They only played their division in the um you know NL East. So this is the first time since two thousand nineteen. Yep. When all the trash can bang bang right. came out. So I know everybody remembers that. Yeah, so they're definitely pumped up and, and amped for this series. Yep. But the Yanks are definitely playing better. The Starting pitching has been so much better, and obviously the lineup's been hot. I mean, Stanton is on fire right now. It's yeah, nice. and then and then like you said, the the Kluber showed the other day. Too. Yeah, Kluber won Player of the Week. I mean, nobody yeah, gives yeah. a shit, but yeah. still, I mean, yeah, still. <laughs> so Kluber won Player of the Week, but Yanks are definitely playing better. My level of confidence with them is still about the same because they are the Yanks, and I'm I'm sure that they will struggle again because it's baseball, and there's so many fucking games that it's just bound to happen. But Yanks are playing better, but John, biggest thing, back to the Mets. Now, this is this is the next thing I really want to talk about because that series last weekend was awesome. I feel like Sunday Night Baseball recently has been amazing. Yeah, the games have been really like, – like the games in general have been really good too. Yeah, especially like on Sunday Night Ball. But the Phillies and the Mets, like they had like an intense series this, this past weekend. Like, Yep. It's going to be like that every series they play for the rest of the year. I mean – they don't play again until I think the middle or end of June. But like, they they played each other a lot already. They played. Yep. They, I think this was their third series against each other I think already. You might be so, right. So like, you know, and you know, we're gonna talk a little more about it. But yeah, they got some uh, some beef and and you know a little robbery. So dude, like, baseball needs that too. So and that's what's so good. Like we were saying in the last podcast, like baseball's ratings and and their viewers have been way up this year. So. Even the fact that, you know, we have Dodgers and Padres as this new big rivalry in baseball, maybe the Phillies and the Mets is going to yeah, be the next one. Yeah, maybe they'll be like, yeah, the, the next little Maybe this could be the next one because, like we were saying, like you saw some bad blood in that series. Like, try, try and explain what happened with, with, with Jose Alvarado and Dom Smith. Like, so, everything yeah. that happened there. So, like, the series before he – I was telling you about it the other day. So, Alvarado was like, not on purpose, but because he's so wild. Yep. He, was, he was, like, throwing a Conforto and – he threw like four straight yeah, balls four in straight. a row, like at his head that weren't even like close. And mm-hmm. Dom from the dugout like started 
started yelling, you know, whatever he was yelling at him from the yep. dugout. And Alvarado obviously was yelling back at him and told him to like kind of be quiet or whatever. And then yep. he wasn't doing it on purpose. So then, what was it Friday? I think it was Friday mm-hmm. night. Um, you know, they faced each other and Dom was ahead in the count three and oh. Yep. And then Alvarado ended up throwing three straight fastballs down the middle, <laughs> like right by him. And yeah, he got all, yeah, he got all pumped and like was barking at him and told him like, they were right down the middle, like, yeah, much you, you suck, you can't hit. hit. Yeah. And, you know, whatever else probably was being said, but. And then didn't the, they, the benches cleared, right? Yeah. And that ended up clearing, I think, twice. Yeah. Like, they cleared twice. And then they cleared, or, and then they like cleared again, I think, like a few batters later. Yeah. But like nothing really ended up happening, yep. but still, still dude, I mean, you, yeah. You keep that in the back of your head for when you're going to play them next. Right. Like, so, yeah. That's, I mean, it's sick though. Like you said, I, I love this. Oh, yeah. Baseball needs it. Dude, so I'm it's, sick. it's, it's I'm, good. I'm and I like that it's my team too. So. Right. Like, not even just baseball, though. Like, I feel like across all sports, sports in general, in general I'm right. sick of all the fucking buddy-buddiness. Like, I want teams to hate each other again. Like, mm-hmm. we grew up on the Yankees and the Red Sox. Like, it was literally, no matter A-Ron what fan you were, behind home plate. it was must-see TV. Yeah. Right. Like, that's what, like why can't that happen again? Like, why can't the yeah. Phillies and the Mets hate each other? Why can't the Yankees and the Red Sox hate each other again? Like, yeah. there's no reason why it shouldn't happen. So, yeah, it would just be better, obviously, for Yeah, the it would be sick if the Phillies and the Mets, like, turn into a rivalry where they hate each other and there's a lot of competitive games. All that, I mean, I think that would be awesome. And John, the last thing I had here was was Girardi get lost. That what was it? The, there was a there was a play up the middle where I think they were trying to turn a double play, and they had no shot at the runner, and he tried to tag him and was not even close, and they called him out. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I know what what player talking about. Actually, we real quick on Girardi too. So we were just talking about Alvarado and that Dom, you know, incident that uh-huh. night. He, you know, he actually wasn't even there for that game, right? Yep. He was at like his daughter's, was it daughter's graduation or something? Something like that. He, was, he said he, he said he watched that from home on his couch. It's fucking awesome. That like, you know, that brawl or, or not brawl, but yeah, like, the, you know, the clearing. clearing. Yeah. And he was, he said he was like freaking out. So that was, that's actually pretty sick so or cool. funny that he was on his that? couch watching that his team almost get into a, a, a fight with the Mets. That's great. That's fucking awesome. But, but yeah, he got tossed. From dude, that the play, ball. the play was so weird. I think the guy was stealing. And then they tried to tag him and literally wasn't close. And the umpire was like, yep, out. And then they threw it first and there was a double play. And I don't think they could review it. I think it was a situation. No, like what I, I know. I, like, like, like I said, I don't review. remember. I don't remember. Like, I know the play you're talking about, but I don't remember exactly, like, the, yep. what happened or, or, like, the steps of how it happened then, or dude, whatever. But, yeah, awesome that, was, because that was funny. When that happened, Girardi came out with the Phillies mask on. And then the, I don't think the ump can hear him. Girardi, like, ripped down his mask and was just <laughs> screaming at this guy. He was like, you motherfucker. You gotta fu- give us a shot, Terry. <laughs> no, but it was fucking great. So, hopefully the Phillies and the Mets can turn into baseball's next big rivalry. Yep. But, speaking speaking of the Mets, or not speaking of the Mets, depending on where we have them, obviously we gotta do the, the bi-weekly power rankings this week. I guess it's weekly, because obviously we just recorded a podcast last yep. week. But, <clears throat> John, I think we gotta get back into the rankings here, so... I know, I know we've been kind of fluctuating a little bit. The top has been somewhat the same, but I think, uh, I think this week might be a little bit different for you and I, maybe shaking up a little bit. I know I shook mine up just a I, Yeah, I shook it up just I, with one spot. And, um, so I'll, I'll just say, you know, so last week and this week, I will, I have, I have the Chai Sox still at number five for me. So you have the White Sox still at five? Yep. As with the first rankings, the second rankings, and now these are the third set of rankings we've yes. done. I've had the Yankees at five all three times, and I still have, have them there. Have you? Now. Oh, wow, yeah. So I still have the Yanks at five. They're playing much better now. I have, they're 14 and 14, but they haven't beaten anybody. 
worth noting. Yeah, so true. Now is really the the two test of series where they're definitely playing better better teams. So I got the Yanks at five, and then obviously you said you have the White Sox at five. Yeah. So I, which I had, you know, like I had last week too. Mm-hmm. I had the Chai Sox there at five, and then so going right into four, I had the same thing as last week as well. I got I got the Yanks at four. Yeah, like I said, you know, with the schedule, I was saying last week with the schedule, you know, I, I didn't feel like really. I only moved them from my original rankings. I only moved the Yankees down one, yeah, and then from last week I kept it because, like I was saying, with their schedule, I think they're going to get hot. And you know, obviously, what we have... say this a long term picture as well. So yeah. I, I have the Yankees still at four, and you know, I feel pretty good about that now with definitely you know, the, how how they're playing. So, so what I did at four was last week I had the Brewers, but this week I have the White Sox. But all I did was. I flip-flopped the Brewers and the White Sox. I have the White Sox at four this week and the Brewers at three. The Brewers are on fire. And it's still because of their fucking pitching staff. And yeah. they just got Christian Yelich back. So, I don't know, man. Maybe the Brewers are legit. I know it's still really early, but, like, I don't know. The Brewers' fucking staff is so good. And their pen's really good, too. So, I had the Brewers. Obviously, I was high on them. I still I still am very high on the Brewers. But yep. last week, I had them at three. This week, I kind of just... If anything, I would put them right now at six if I had to. Yep. But I took them out completely just because their lineup really does kind of it does yeah. scare me a little bit. Yeah, even with Yelich, we were talking about it last week. Like, who dude, really is like in their lineup? Like, we were kind of struggling. Dude, Keston Curia just got optioned down the alternate side. Right. He's so, fucking horrible. And then like Burns now, he's on the he's on the IL, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like that. I mean, I know they're still playing, you know, well, but like that kind of just scared me. So I put the A's in at three. Yeah. Who and the A's, who, who were six for me like last week? If I had a yep. six, and the A's are like right there. I mean, the A's are playing. they're eighteen and twelve. So yeah, like you nasty. know, I have the A's in there. Just switch with the Brewers. At, so this at is three. this is one thing I do do really want to say about the fucking A's. Like I said in our intro baseball podcast, like the A's just find a way to win always. Yeah. One guy that I am so pissed off at. Is Jesus Lazardo? Did you see what happened to this fucking kid? He broke his he broke his hand or finger because he slammed it on a table after he lost a game of MLB The Show. Are you kidding me? No, swear I, to God, I, he's I, on the IL because no, he broke his that. hand, slammed it on a table after he lost in MLB The Show. So now he's out. I don't know how I did not see that. That's insane, dude. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I know that because I am in fantasy and he's killing me now. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So just for that, I don't have the A's in there. Even though they are nasty. You also have, unfortunately, you have Dustin May in all of your fantasy. Yeah, that so. fucking kills me. I'm in three leagues. I have May in all three. <laughs> like I said, rest in peace for May. <laughs> On the month of May. And then, so for number two, I still... <laughs> what do you got at two, man? I still have the pods. and um, Pods, pod, we are. Yeah, so I still have the pods. I mean... Padres and Dodgers. What, you what, have what, more, what more do I have to say about the pods? You know, like we always say, they have the great pitching... They have, you know, Tatis, Machado, you know, they have all these, all these sick guys. young guys. I mean, I still just, I have them at two, and they've been two for me, you know. Literally since all, the start. You know, yeah, so literally uh, first three rankings that we have here. Yep. They've been number two for me, and that's where they stay this week. So, I uh, I have a little something different here. For the first time, we've got, I have the, the Dodgers at two, and I have the Padres at one. So, now the Padres are in my top spot. This is the biggest reason why is because of the injuries to the Dodgers. Like yeah. I, like we said, Dustin Mays hurt, and he was a big part of their rotation this year. He was – any other year that DeGrom's not alive, like he was a Cy Young candidate this year. With yeah, he, he, definitely, he definitely would have been. Literally yeah. their whole staff is like that too. I know. But the Dodgers' injuries, injuries scare me. I mean, Bellinger's still out. And the guy that's supposed to replace Dustin May in the rotation, Price is on the IL. 
And then even his it's, replacement, um, Tony Gonsolin, yeah, is still yeah. on the IL. Yeah, yeah. And none of, neither one of them are close to returning. So, like, I don't, I have no fucking clue who's going to take their fifth spot. I mean, I know they have a ton of depth, but yeah, those I, I three don't guys. Know, I don't know who's going to take take his spot. But right. And then, you know, obviously, so saying, I, I saw the Dodgers have won myself. But, yeah. you know, those those injuries and, and everything, it, it's a little concerning. But I'm not ready this week to yeah, take him out yet. yet. Not you yet. Know, I, I got to see maybe one more. You know, another week. Let's see how they play, right? And just see what what happens and what what goes on before I officially take like, them out. I mean, they're they're too, they're still too loaded, so it's yeah, like of course. hard for me to take them out. You know, just maybe if we did this next week, I would have. You know, I would have like could yeah, be I mean, having a different right. I could, could be having a different conversation. So and then, I mean, I I Padres at one. I feel like I don't know. I feel like they've kind of leaped them just because they're healthy right now, and I feel like their records are very si- like their records obviously are similar. The Dodgers are seventeen and twelve. Padres are seventeen and three or three thirteen. But are um the Padres are the Giants though in first in that division? The Giants have technically right now. I mean, so this is what John and I probably should address about <laughs> our power rankings: is the teams that have the two best records in the league are not even in our top five. Yeah, and I think that's how it should be. The Giants have the best record in the NL, and the Royals have the best yeah, record the, in the AL. One of the Royals like they're 16 right there, thirteen and eleven or seventeen and eleven. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I, I don't I'm not, care. I'm not. I'm not believers in them. No, I don't care about either team because what's going to happen is the Giants are going to. The Giants haven't played either the Dodgers or the Padres yet once. Oh my god! Wait until right. they fucking they play. They haven't played them yet. Right. And then like going with the Royals. The I Royals don't think, haven't played the White Sox I don't think, yet. And I don't, not even that. I don't think Duffy's going to keep up. It would. He's like a zero point six. Yeah, like zero point six three. He's right there with Degrom and all of his fucking stats. Yeah, like I mean, strikeouts. He's not going to keep that up. So like, no. I, I, yeah, I'm not believers in. Right. That's why I don't care. I don't care about the Royals and I don't care about the Giants. Either Giants. The, the Giants. And that's a fucking beautiful segue into the next thing we want to talk about. So, I think that's going to be it with baseball this week. Yeah, that's really all we got this week. I mean, quick turnaround, like like we said. So yeah, so. Need a little more time for baseball. Speaking speaking of the Giants, what we're going to do is we're going to transition right into our guest. And, guys, he's a very special guest. It's none other then Tony Ferlis. Tony Ferlis is our resident Bears guy. Bear Down Brooks. Tony Ferlis is a Bears fan. And this kid, for those of you who do not know him, he is an absolutely ridiculous human being. He is maybe the biggest, I don't know, maybe the biggest fan of a team that I know. The kid literally eats, sleeps, and shits Chicago Bears. Pack your lunches, babe. So... We just want to welcome on Tony Ferlis. I can't believe you guys are booing the Cowboys. Come on. Fifty-eighth pick in the 2000 2021 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Nick Bolton, linebacker, University of Missouri. With the second pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select. Zach Wilson, quarterback, BYU. With the 11th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. All right, so we got Tony on here. Tony, what's happening, babe? What's up, fellas? Long time, first time. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so Tony's here. Like I like like I said, Tony's a giant Bears fan. So just to recap. Our teams, Fundy, yes, I'm a Chiefs fan, whatever. We lost Super Bowl, shut the fuck up. We won the year before, how are you? John? Jet, Jets guy and um, longest streak in the NFL of not 
being in the playoffs. I think it's like 10 years, 11 years. So, so yeah, that feels good being a Jets fan. And then Tony's a Bears fan. So, all three of us, we got some, uh, we got some young, exciting quarterbacks. I think I, I had one for a couple of years, but, uh, funny thing is the Jets and the Bears both selected quarterbacks this year. So, Tony, let me hear it, babe. Talk to me about those Bears. <clears throat> well, fellas, it's been, uh, a thrilling last 72 hours or so, maybe a little bit more at this point. Yeah. I would say since... Uh, Literally since you were on the clock, since the Giants straight since, out of that pick. Yeah, since that oh, pick. Oh, God. Well, it all started really the night before. I think I texted both you guys, letting yeah. you know I was up at like 2.30 in the morning. Yep. <laughs> trying to figure out a way that the Bears would... Uh, Get one of those guys. Secure one of these top five quarterbacks. Didn't think it was ever actually a realistic possibility. I remember you saying this to me a while ago. You were like, dude, what happens if the Bears take fucking Justin Fields? What happens if we take him? I'm like, I don't know. Or find a way to take him like they did. Right. It always appeared as a pipe dream. But good old reliable Ryan Pace. (laughs) Guy needs to save his job, so he had to do something. I can't believe it finally happened, though. Guy knows how to evaluate talent, let me tell you. Like, (laughs) so... You guys take Justin Fields, obviously. You trade with the Giants. And, Tony, your reaction to that. So, we watched the draft together. John wasn't there. He had to watch it with his pop because, you know, him and his pop, big Jets guy. So, got to be excited about, you know, the Jets draft. But I had the luxury of watching it with Tony when they when they traded with the Giants and then they traded up for Fields. And Tony, you know, was dropping fuck bombs all over the place. And it was awesome to watch. So... Tony, when you guys actually took Fields, I mean, like, what did you feel? Because I know when we took Mahomes, I was fucking fired up because it's finally taking a first-round cue. But how did you feel when you guys took Fields? Right. Well, I would say 7, 8, and 9 were total pivot points yeah. in the draft. Lions at 7, even though they have Goff, total question mark, whether yeah. they could have traded the pig out. There were a ton of rumors about New England, uh, the Washington football team. Even the Vikings, too. Yeah, the Vikings. Um, so I was I was real nervous getting through 7, 8, and 9. Yep. Basically scrolling through Twitter as quickly as I possibly could. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Oh, always I'm also, being... I'm also surprised that, like, the Pats didn't move up. They were just content staying there at 15. Yep. Yeah. So, I thought they'd be the team that, that did it. So getting through 7, 8, 9, uh, that was... Uh, felt like it took about two hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get to 10... And uh, the tweets start coming in that the Cowboys are in discussions about trading the pick. And I'm like, oh my god, this is it. You're like, are we moving, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. We moving up one spot again? I thought that was it. Um, but basically, that trade with Philly is really, I think, what what set this all off to, to happening. Because if that trade doesn't happen, I don't know if the, the Giants, Giants are willing out. to move out of 11 when they could draft Yeah, Yeah, Devontae's yeah definitely. I, I think right. that's what it was, too. I think you're right. Right. I think the Giants... If if the Giants are there and Smith's there, they're not trading out. Right. So uh it takes two. And um yeah. I'm really just shocked that that uh you know, New England or, or you know, like we found out after the fact, Minnesota. Yep. And uh and really the Washington football team. Um they, that they weren't we, they weren't able to to pony up more and you know, if, if another team is ever uh, looking for a couple of draft picks, just go ahead and call Ryan Pace because yeah. he clearly doesn't value him at all. Nope. Yeah, he's willing to just give him away. <laughs> but, dude, that's, I mean, just seeing your reaction, I'm like, that's exactly how I felt when we took a quarterback in 17. Like, it's it's just like we finally, I mean, obviously. <clears throat> this feeling has occurred one other time that I could recall, 
and it was the Khalil Mack trade. Oh yeah, but see for you guys, it, it's so much different. It's so different compared to mine because obviously the Jets have had the number two pick for like months. So like, <laughs> yep. and like it was kind of like set in stone for me at least yep. that like you know we were most likely going to get Wilson, which they obviously did. Yeah. So like I kind of like for me like I wasn't really as excited on draft night because it was what I expected. Yeah. Like, you guys like the, the Chiefs traded with the Bills right to get. Pat was yeah. it right, and then and, and it was, and then yeah, you guys traded up, so it's like it for you guys that's even more exciting, pick. more exciting than like for the Jets because like they were already sitting. And there the cool too. thing too though was like you had to have known. Obviously, there had to have been talks before the draft, like definitely because you know GMs talk; they're not blind. No, they're doing this their due get, diligence. This too. doesn't get put together in three minutes when the Giants are on. No, the it gets put together in like three months is when you have the fucking time to, well, if this goes the way we think it's going to go, we're going to have a shot to trade up here and take fields. Right. I'm just shocked that so much went right, that they were in the position to make the move. Yeah. And it's just such a different feeling from the Trubisky pick. Way different. That was just all, you know, hope and projection. Yep. Like, this kid's a baller. Yeah. He was this nasty. kid you made a, a good baller. Point. He lost two games in college. Yep. I mean, and you made a good point the other day saying that if he would have just sat out this year, he would have been the number two pick. Easily. And Michael he Brantley taken... just did a fucking bomb. Oh my god, that went up her deck. That's great for Michael Brantley. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pumped about his beers. Anyway. Um, but no, you're right. If if this kid just took the easy way out, sat out, yep. he's easily the number two selection. Yeah, I just don't understand all the, the like negative talk like leading up like a few weeks before the draft. It wasn't even like... A few months ago, like yeah. games weren't even being played, and like a week or you know, like two yep. week, two three weeks before the draft, they're saying like all this negative stuff about him. Like, how does that happen? Like, wait, where does that come from? It makes no sense. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know where it comes from, but I love wherever it came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah pushed him yeah. right down the board. It's fucking great. That's who I would have wanted if the. I, I mean, originally, I I just yeah. ended up falling in love with Zach Wilson. But yep. I mean, if you know, I would have wanted Fields one or the other. So I mean, yeah, you guys got See, obviously a great pick and Tony great quarterback. What's funny with you, too, is when you guys traded up and you were like, this is the most fucking bearish thing ever. They're going to trade up and take Mac Jones. When when the Chiefs <laughs> when the Chiefs trade up in 2017 for Mahomes, I saw a tweet before the draft from one of the Chiefs beat writers. was like, and it was like the most reliable guy, rest in peace, Therese Paler. He was the biggest Chiefs reporter. But he said, I know Andy Reid's in love with Mahomes. If they trade up, I think it'll be Mahomes. But when we traded up, I did not think we were taking Mahomes. I thought we were going to take Watson, which yeah, I did. Too. Right now, it would suck because we have no idea what's going to happen with Watson. But when we traded up, I thought it was Watson, and when we took Mahomes, I was fucking equally as pumped. But when you guys traded up, you were like, "Fuck, this could be Mac Jones." When the guy finally said Chicago Bears take Justin Fields, you were. You were on cloud nine. You just let out this roar, and I was like, "How about <laughs> this is fucking great?" How about what Booger said though? Oh, when, yeah. when, when, when that uh, trade well, cu- happened. a couple things here. They also <laughs> had that guy Carlos yep. on the screen. Yep. They were carrying on this whole, I don't even know what that was, a draft-a-thon or whatever yeah, it was stupid. It? Carlos is up there carrying on. I'm trying to teams. <laughs> You're like, dude, who the fuck are we taking? The guy's like, the, me, my Chicago Bears. It's like, Oh, dude. God, yeah, Carlos made me sweat that one out. They're like two minutes up in the <laughs> Yeah, I would have been so podium. pissed if I was a Bears fan. But, but no, I was scared that it was going to be Mac Jones. Yep, because like you said, most Bears thing ever would be trailing And listen, I, I still would have loved it because I'm right. a Bears fan and that's what we do. Yeah. But the fact that it was Justin Fields, like... It's even better. You know, the, there's no projection. Like, everyone knows right. what this kid's Right, he's the second most done. pro-ready guy in the draft behind I mean, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this kid, man, this kid's had the spotlight on him his entire life. Yeah. Go back to, he goes to QB1, Dude, he, yeah. Elite 11, yep. Georgia. Sits behind Fromm at Georgia. 
I mean, you don't think Kirby Smart's rethinking that one? Uh, yeah, right. He's definitely rethinking <laughs> it right after he saw his first game at Ohio State. Yeah. What do you throw, like five fucking deeds? Yeah, I don't know. Somebody. I mean, listen, kid's an absolute baller. He immediately, <clears throat> he, without playing it down, I would say he's done more for the city of Chicago at the quarterback position yep. than legitimately anybody in my lifetime. Yep. If you really think about it. So this is... <laughs> No, this that's, is, and that's, that's sad to think right, about. But. So, like, this is also something to think about with the Bears, right? When you think about it. They traded with the Giants, and they had to give up a future first-round pick, but that's what you do when you get your quarterback. I don't mean, care. When don't you care trade about up, the draft. Right, I don't care. No, yeah, right. I wouldn't care. You either. saw the Chiefs did it in 17. We had to trade another first-round pick. I don't give a fuck. We took Mahomes. And, and look at He's the and franchise. More, so. and, and honestly, a, a bigger conversation is going to be next year when Daniel right. Jones stinks. Yep. What do they do? Yeah, you're not thinking that they're looking back on that saying, yep. fuck, why did we just trade, you know, out of Well, we could have just yep. took Justin Fields. Right. Like, See, like, you know. And it's funny, too, because you got to think, when the Bills made that pick, that trade with us, it was the same thing. Yep. They're lucky Josh Allen's good, because if Josh <laughs> Allen sucked, and they were like, wow, we could have took fucking Mahomes at 11. Could have sat Who here they and just up getting him. in that drive? It, they took Tredavious White. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the trade, obviously, I mean, the trade wasn't That's horrible. a rare example of it actually right. working out. They but trade, still, I mean, quarterback, obviously, in corner, I mean. Right. You know, quarterback the two most all, important all positions. All yeah. And it's crazy, though, because I really don't, like, kudos to me, hot corner guy, betting guy. I bet that the Bears would draft a quarterback in the first round. Which oh, I did didn't, you? I didn't fucking remember, which I told you about the next day. <laughs> yeah, this dinner, dinner should have been on you, big Dinner should have been on me. Um... <laughs> Oh, but man. safe to say you're fired up about the Bears. Exhilarating feeling since Thursday night. Um, I I don't think I've missed the Chicago sports radio talk show. I would or say all, all day, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday night. Um, Late Sunday night, night. <laughs> yeah, all day. Yesterday, just been re-listening to everything. Waddle and Sylvie. Yep. You know, 670 the score, all those guys. Um the city, I, I don't recall the city ever being as fired up. No, I don't either. Um, I don't remember them being like this. Like, this is not, just unbelievable. Not about like we even. When I had to I texted you guys last night at like midnight. Said, I was I, just going to ask you a question and say realistically, how many hours of I te- highlights have you watched? I was not Justin Fields since the pick has been made. I wish I was kidding. Last night when I texted you guys at midnight, <laughs> saying if I told you I was watching Justin Fields highlights for the last three hours, would you believe me? That's a fact. That was so funny. You thought it was like 30, 45 minutes. I swore it was only like 30 or 40 minutes, and three hours went by. It was midnight. That's actually insane. Look at your phone. It's midnight. That's so funny. That's unbelievable. So Tony is obviously all in. He's as all in as it gets because the kid already bought a fucking Justin Fields jersey, and the kid hasn't even... kid. I don't even think the kid's bought a house in Chicago yet. So he already bought bought his jersey. Yeah, that's not a homer. But he already bought his jersey. So Tony's all in on, on Justin Fields and the Bears. And it's actually exciting to see Justin Fields go to a team that I don't personally fucking hate because yeah yeah same I do like Fields and I want to see him do well yeah right and that's like the perfect spot for him obviously I mean like he has a strong arm like he can move and you know Chicago obviously is cold and, and windy and all that stuff there so yeah it's a good landing spot but for him now the question is when's he suit up that's a great question when do you think he suits up I mean when do you think he suits up or if when do you want him to suit up. I want him to suit up day of one. Course. I mean, yep. of course. Week one, day one. I mean, obviously, they've already come out and said, you know, Red Rifle's our starter. <laughs> Bless his heart. Thank you for everything that you've done, Rifle, but... Which is nothing. <laughs> go grab some bench. <laughs> Literally, go eat some bench, dude. Um, No, but seriously, I, I don't see how this kid doesn't start 
week one. He's going to start week I one. I think they're going to go into camp, and Andy Dalton's going to probably take the first snap on the first day right, of practice. Right, which and is the first like preseason game. From, before, from that them. point on, it should be abundantly clear that Justin Fields is the best quarterback on the field and the best athlete on the field. Yeah. And the dude's 6'3", almost 230 pounds, runs a 4'4". And these yeah. guys need to save their job, like... Yeah. Like Nagy and Pace need yeah. to like save their job. Yeah. So like they have the to put this kid out Nagy's there because yep. he's obviously you you can't especially the fans too. Like no fan is going to re- be happy or want Andy Dalton out there. No, all no all, all three of us played sports our entire lives, right? Albeit at the amateur level, right? <laughs> Did you ever learn anything by sitting on the bench? Fuck no, and no. not actually being out there. And playing? No. no. So why the hell in professional sports do people think? That you're going to learn more by sitting on the bench. I only... I, I don't get I, I don't only get like it either. when you draft a prospect and he's kind of raw. Yeah. Not when you have a guy that, like, Justin no, Fields, no, no. who's this dude's, established. This dude's pro-ready. Right. He's been the Should be in there know. day one. And, yeah. and cherry on top of this all, if and when Aaron Rodgers is moved out of the division, yep. do the Bears somehow go from having, just last week at this time, the worst... Quarterback scenario yep. in the division to the now best. the best they could, and it's crazy. The to NFL, fucking, man. It's crazy to fucking think about that. The because NFL. If and when Aaron Rodgers gets traded out of there, the quarterbacks in that division are going to be Jordan Love, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff oh with God. Justin Fields. Are you fucking kidding me? Sounds great to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, so, John, I want to talk a little bit about your Jets. Mainly, I want to talk about Zach Wilson. How do you feel about Zach? I mean, obviously... Are you he, pumped? Yeah, like, he, I mean, like, how do you actually feel about Zach Wilson? Like I was saying before, once I... Obviously, the Jets had the number two pick. Obviously, knowing that from the end of the year. Um, obviously, knowing Trevor going one. I mean, that was the easiest pick, you know, right. pick ever. We right. all knew that. So, I was kind of stuck at, you know, like right away. Like, you know, when the season was over and, you know, I saw obviously Fields lighted up against... Yeah, you were like, against Clemson. I was like, there's my kill. <laughs> and then... Um, I don't know. I kept like seeing more stuff and watching more tape and just like highlights that were on TV and all this stuff of Zach Wilson and he kind of reminds me of like baby Mahomes and Rogers the way the way he's he, good. But the only thing that's concerning is he could be like he didn't play obviously in the big conference <clears throat> right. or like against really great competition. But I mean, you can obviously say the same thing for Trey Lance. So like, yep. But like these, he has such a high ceiling or, or potential. But yep. he also could be you know a really Right, he, he can he, end up he, like he those could guys, be a bust, but or he could be like Mr. Trubisky instead. But I think that Douglas is—he obviously he showed you on draft night that he it has you know he's going to do everything he can for this this quarterback this time to yep. you know put everything around him to succeed. So I mean, I I love the pick that's who I wanted. So I mean, we'll see what yeah, happens. Like, like actually, just from knowing you for a long time, it actually seems like you are very excited about Zach Wilson. It actually, I feel like it do, it doesn't seem like him because, like I said, I've known this was like going to be pretty much the pick. So, like John, I already had my glory pick, like months ago. Every all Jets this, like, quarterback <laughs> you've taken, you have not really liked from the get go. You liked Arnold when you first took him, yeah. but then you soured on him very quickly. I feel like even if Zach struggles in the beginning, you're going to be like, "Well, we're still not there yet," which is the truth. No, yeah, no. I mean, obviously, right. the Jets like, are you're actually, years away. I actually feel so. like you're going to give Wilson some time, unlike the other quarterbacks you guys have taken. And also, going back the, on that too with Douglas, like he this this was his guy. Like Darnold was obviously yep. still McCagnan and, and the other you know regime's last you know pick, and he wanted his own guy. He got him, so now he'll be the GM and you know doing whatever. Like I said, whatever it takes to put guys around him, like O line, receivers, weapons, all that. For him, for him to be successful and, and perform well. So, I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm not expecting 
unbelievable things year one, but right. I think he'll need a little time. But I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. He's the guy I wanted. So yeah, I'm I, I was a big fan of that pick. Me um, too. Personally, non biased. Obviously, had Fields QB two, but they were um, like I said, they were one and one a for me. I mean, it was just, I, you know, I I watched Zach Wilson a lot of the year. Um, obviously. BYU, they weren't playing against the greatest competition, but the kid absolutely <clears throat> dominated every single week. Just yep. stupid numbers. So, um, all in all, I think he translate a, translates his game translates a lot to what the NFL is now. Yeah, and um, the system that Lafleur now the, the new Jets OC, you know, yeah, I, run, I, I so. actually I think he's probably the most gifted quarterback that's gonna right. That's been there since all these guys yeah. that that yeah. came in between Sanchez. Oh yeah, what? for sure, for sure. What, John? So, John, I also feel like you're very, you know, willing to give him some time is because you actually kind of trust, like, the coaching staff you have. Like, you don't have fucking morons there. Like, Robert Salah is, like, he's a psychopath. Like, Adam Gase showed no emotion, didn't care, happened to show up, collect a paycheck, and just produce the worst fucking teams in the league. Like, Salah wants to go out there and literally rip someone's head off. Like, he will suit up and kill somebody. So... I think you're just willing to give them some time because it's like, well, maybe this actually could be the quarterback that fucking. And right, out. well, I mean, like, like you said, obviously with the with the you new coaching staff, I mean, like, I mean, Adam Gase, like, dude, he honestly to he me was, was the worst, worst coach in the history of football. He's he's one of them, and his he's offense so like, fucking bad. His scheme and his offense were were just absolutely like atrocious. They were so simple and boring, and yep. you know he didn't do anything to help you know Donald or his quarterback or, right. or anybody. He didn't care. Play well. Yeah, he he didn't care. So weird. I mean, I mean, now that you know, with this new system, it's going to be kind of like the Niners and um, Packers. You know, yeah. off- offense and um, you know a lot of like rollouts, play action, moving around. Which Wilson, you know, from college and and everything else since pro day, you could see like you know he does does you know really probably really great, the best so. probably the best quarterback in the draft at throwing on the run. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. yeah, and he has a great arm too. So For sure. every week, multiple plays a week, he's just there. You would, you would see him. Yep. Make just ridiculous throws, ridiculous plays from outside the pocket on the run. Yeah. So no doubt, um, I think the kid has unbelievable traits that will translate yeah. to to the league. Now it probably will take some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I do I like, I do like, draft. right? I do like what what they did uh, in the rest of those top picks because yep. they yep. obviously traded back up into the first, got the other offensive lineman Tucker from uh, USC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, you know, I really love that wide receiver that Elijah they took Moore, from, right? uh, yeah, dude, Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore is a fucking great He's player. the one, you guys remember what he did two years ago, right? Yes. He's the one who scored the touchdown yep. with like no time left for yep. Mississippi. You've yes. seen this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I know you're talking about. Went ahead and, and pissed like a dog. Yep. Cause he acted like a dog. Dude, he. And then got flagged and then they missed the extra point yep. and lost the game. He, he, <laughs> he's right, fucking right. nasty. Yeah. And he's going to be, we were, you know, I was saying this before, he's going to be. You know the slot guy, either right, you know, starting next year, or even if you know maybe this year. Like you know, you were saying maybe they cut Crowder. I don't think they're going to do that, but you know, he he could be playing, you know, significant snaps like immediately, which yes. he, he's going to anyway. But I'm saying he could be like mi- the starting slot receiver week one. Who knows? Yeah, and that's what you want because, dude, the kid the kid's going to be good. I and mean, I, I love the Tucker pick though because he also plays. He was their left tackle. <clears throat> Um, yeah. This past season, right? He was a le- the left tackle. Was it this year? Yeah, I think so. So he, I mean, he plays multiple positions. He's going to be their, their left guard. So that left side with Becton and him, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, they stay healthy and you know that'd be a great 
left side of the line for for years and years to come. Yeah, because so. what you what you don't want, what you definitely don't want, is mm-hmm. Wilson out there running for no. his life. Right, no, no, you've no. seen this act plenty of times. Plenty, plenty, plenty. plenty so of that's times. what you don't want. to So see. that's that's what they're already doing differently than what they did with Darnold. They're actually surrounding him with fucking two giant tackles instead of taking defense always in like round one right when you don't need it I mean granted the defense isn't great but it's not the worst defense no, in the league no. it's like you have the Oakland Raiders fucking defense letting up 900 yards a week Jesus we'll get more into that too later <laughs> yeah we will so I think that's kind of enough about our teams in our draft I mean I know I didn't talk about mine but we didn't have a first round pick it was Orlando Brown so I don't really feel the need to even though I do like what we did but <laughs> <laughs> I will I will say that I do think we had the best first-round pick in the draft because we did take Orlando Brown in a trade. Anyway, I think I want to talk about some surprises that we thought from not even just the first round of the draft, but the whole draft in general. So I want to hear some of your guys' surprises from from the draft. You want, you want to start, John? No, you can start first. Okay. Well, it pains me to say this, but... Um, the team that actually uh, made the trade with the Bears, the Giants, I actually do like what they were able to do. This is crazy. Um, unfortunately, again, it pains me to say it. I'm one of the biggest Giant haters, probably in in this state. <laughs> we're in the state of New Jersey. Um, I'm probably number two, right behind them. And I'm so I'm close up there. In any event, I really, I actually really like Kadarius Tony. Yep. My whole thing is that now. Hold if, on, before you go on, is it because his name is Kadarius Tony and your name is Tony? That definitely plays a role in it. Yeah, two Tonys got to stick together. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, I I do think that that kid is uh, is a hell of a player. If you just watch a yeah, couple he's of fucking nasty, couple of highlights of him mm-hmm. uh, at Florida, I mean, his he just makes like ridiculous. Yeah, plays. He's shifty as fuck. Um, which is everything the Giants don't have. My my, but my whole thing is that like if the Giants were a more complete team, yeah, if they had uh you know really strong edge rushers, if they had really uh elite guys in like the intermediate level of defense, yeah, specifically at the linebacker yep. position, if their offensive line was really solid, then I would like love this pick. Yeah, but I they mean being, being yeah being that <laughs> they they're an incomplete team and they did yeah. have other needs. Way other needs. It felt like they it felt like a panic move after they missed out on Devontae Smith. They felt like That's what it was. That's Dave, really what it was. Davey Gettleman felt like if he didn't take a wide receiver here, he wasn't going to be able to get one that he wanted in round 2. We didn't so sign he, the guy to trade him. <laughs> so he just went ahead and and took Tony at 20. Honestly, if if you feel that strong about a guy, then you just take him where where you're at. That's what it is. Yep. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to get him. But what they did in round 2, they took probably my favorite edge yeah. rusher in this whole draft, Ojolari from Georgia. That kid's a stud. Dude, he's nasty. Speed rusher, very athletic. I think he had like um, nine sacks this Honestly, year. I'd say he's probably the Giants' best edge rusher on day one of training camp. Which is insane. Yeah, he yeah, probably, probably, speaks to, probably speaks to how poorly the, the edge rushers are. Rusher but, had, yes. but in any event, I mean, being able to get him in the second round. Yep. You know? He's, and I know it wasn't a strong edge rusher draft. That was not that was not the strong point of the draft this year. The first one didn't go to like pick fifteen or I think it was the Colts. sixteen or whatever it was. Right. Quitty Pay. Yeah, and Jalen yeah, Jalen Phillips right. to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I really like Ojalari. I had Ojalari up there probably even higher than Pay, right around there with Jalen Phillips. So yep. um, you know, as much as it pains me to say, I, I really think they had a good I draft. really like what the Giants did. And off that, being able to get uh, the two ones now that they have next year. They have two ones, two threes, and I think two fives. Yeah, so if Jones don't work so out. So a couple of these uh, veteran quarterbacks, yep. as Dave Gunnaman would like to call them, 
Um, <laughs> if, if any of them really are available, you bet your ass that the Giants going to go calling, and they have the draft capital now to make it make it happen, which I will absolutely hate, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you got your guy, so I mean, who, yeah, right? Who so really I don't care. care. Yeah, I don't care at all. Exactly. Right. Plus, if yeah, if he's good, then who the fuck cares? Doesn't yeah. matter what the Giants do. But yeah, yeah you you're know. kind of just hoping the Giants are the ones that are wishing they stayed there. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. But you yeah, again, it pains more. me to say I do like what the Giants did. Yeah. So, John, what about you? You got any surprises from this draft that you liked? Mine was mine was just all the a few things, but like. My main one was like the the whole smokescreen with the Niners taking yeah. Mac Jones at three. That was, that was another cool. big one for me. Like, I mean, it, it actually kind of was a surprise though that they took Trey Lance because of all that stuff coming out with Mac Jones. Yep. So I yep. mean, that was kind of surprising to me. But I mean, I like, I, I would have went did with. Who do you think they were going to take at three? Like when that was up, obviously before like the whole odd switch happened with Lance. But like, did you really think they were going to take Mac Jones? I thought maybe it could have been a, uh, an entire smoke screen for Me Justin too. Fields. I thought the whole thing was, was he wasn't talked about really at all, yep. at all for number three. I thought they actually Dude, were going to take too. him at three, and it was all just complete like bullshit. Exactly. Were, I, was you thinking. Know. I could not agree more. I My really other thing with Mac Jones happen. though too was like the New England didn't move up. I guess, but like they ended up getting him. But like I thought that New England would have been a team that that would moved up for even Fields because they have Cam. So like he would have been a perfect transition. You know, getting Fields and and having Cam already. So like I don't know. Those are just kind of the few things. I mean, I didn't really have... I did have one, but I'm going to get into it more, more a little later with, with the Raiders, but um, <laughs> I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, those were kind of the, the surprises that I had, just kind of more with the quarterbacks and certain teams. Yeah, so I think that my favorite thing from this draft was like you said, like the smokescreen with the Niners, but my favorite thing was probably seeing all the maneuvering from the Miami Dolphins because they were in a spot where True, yeah. they had two ones and they really could have went either way. Like they were, they started the receivers with, with taking Jalen Waddle. And I fucking love that pick for yeah. Tua. Yeah. There's, I like that pick. There's nothing that that kid needed more than a, a guy that he's comfortable throwing to. And a guy that can like, you know, create after the catch. Right. Too, like so. the kid, like Waddle's a fucking really have those guys. That, that do yeah, that I like I like I like Waddle more than Smith. Yeah, I did too. Me too. Did Not too. by much, but I I really do think Waddle's going to be fucking nasty with Tua, and that's why I hate. Like even it's mostly with any rookie quarterback though. It's so hard to count a guy out, especially a guy that had. We've well, got no weapons. Not even that, dude. Tua came in the middle of the season. They were in a playoff run in the middle of a COVID year, so they don't even have OTAs. Like I don't know how you can count Tua out yet when Fitzy made it work. Right. But Fitzy's Fitzy, though. And he's also been around, obviously, for so long. Right. So but. OTAs for him don't mean shit because he already knows the offense. Tua has no idea what he's walking into. Like, they had no training camp. And he's walking into a playoff scenario, Tua. Like, he ain't ready for that. They were like 6-2 and two or 6-3 and three when he took over, which made no sense to me. Yeah, it was really like... Because they wanted to see what they had in Tua. Right. Which it wasn't pretty. <laughs> no, it wasn't pretty. The, the one game he lit it up was against us. He fucking tore it up against us. He had a few other... I think he... he Played well against was it the Cardinals though yeah. too when they when they beat them on the road which yep. was I don't impressive. Know. I, I remember that game in Denver when he yeah, yeah he blew bad. up it was he bad. blew up against Denver yeah that but was really bad actually though that reminds real quick so actually one of the surprises now that I'm thinking about it was all the the reunions that happened with, yeah. with these guys yep like, there was three there was what three or four of them that were you know, so many of there them was, there was Lawrence and Etienne and then obviously Tua and Waddle and then what Chase Jamar Chase right and 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 uh, Burrow and then and then Hurts and then Hurts yeah, and, and Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. Smith. there was four you know four In fucking reunions which which was like kind of yeah like surprising Speaking but that's kind of that, it's sick too were you guys shocked that Cincinnati chose to take um. 
Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell to actually protect. So the it's very funny you say that because in the next thing I want to talk about yep. is the things that I that surprised me in the draft that I think like that I thought that teams completely fucked up on, and that was my biggest thing. That's one of them. And I've been a proponent of saying that, like I said that from the start, like in our chat when we were talking about it. I was like, dude, the Bengals should not take Chase. They should not listen to Burrow because in the fucking picture of revealing their new jerseys, Burrow's sitting there on the throne. With his literally his knee right there of this torn ACL, and that's everything that they should have needed that to was take. Some, that's all they had to do was take Sewell right there. That was some questionable marketing. You should talk to him about that. Yeah, I probably should. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, I was. I was really shocked that they went wide receiver over offensive tackle, right. especially the fact that Broadway Burrow tore his ACL. Like, right. it's not like he just oh he took a lot of hits. No, the guy had like a devastating knee injury. Right. So why would you not? Select the guy right there who's consensus number one offensive tackle. You could have got him at five. Dude, they're saying they said there's GMs there that think he's like a surefire Hall of Famer. Like yeah. their wide receivers are good. They, they took, are good. They got they took T. Higgins high last year. Yep, and he was a stud. Tyler Boyd's really really good. Yeah, he's cuz. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like <laughs> no, you're that right. Was, that was surprising. You're totally right, and that's why I really thought like. They're going to trust in Jonah Williams again? The guy fucking played eight games last year and got hurt for the year again. He was on pace last year, I think, to get sacked. I saw, the, I forget the number exactly, but I saw it. It was like, it was like almost I, 50. I think, I think it was like 53 or, or Dude, like 57. Some, it was incredible. something like that. That's, ins- incredible. that's insane. It just, it, it's just like, okay, yeah, I get now your receivers are, you know, maybe the best in the league behind the box, like their whole core as a whole, but Burrow's going to have not even two seconds to throw the football. Right. So. That's why, especially in that division too, right? Yeah, with the Browns and the Steelers and the Ravens. Like, why would you not get it? Yeah, Yeah. why would you not take a tackle? Any young, any young quarterback, or quarterbacks in general, but like, especially young quarterbacks, you need to protect them first and foremost to you know help them succeed and and stay healthy. You know, so don't think they need a guy to block Miles Garrett and T.J. Watt. Right. I don't think anybody can block those guys though. Regardless, but certainly not (laughs) Jonah Williams, dude. But also, like, why wouldn't? Like, it's just, it literally is mind-boggling that they would not take a tackle. It makes yeah. no sense to me. you got to protect the Chives. Like, look at what the Browns did, right? The Browns and Baker. Yep. Their weapons are good, but they have a fucking great offensive line. you got to protect these quarterbacks. With if you it. have a franchise kill, you have to protect the kill. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Case is agreed on that one. So, I think I really just hated some things from this draft. Because another thing I fucking hated was... Did the Texans have the worst draft ever, dude? Like, it's fucking horrible. That's, that's the, the, the captain or title here. Texas maybe worst draft ever. Dude, honestly, yeah. Like, they fucked up because they had to trade all those picks. But the first selection they take is Davis Mills. He might start day one. Well, uh, as you can imagine, um, I thought that uh, the Bears may have been targeting a, like a mid-round quarterback. So I actually did. Some decent homework on Davis Mills. Yeah, but you guys had other picks. That's fine. And of course, I talked myself into liking him. Yeah. So obviously. I don't hate that pick as much <laughs> as you guys do. <laughs> but I mean, realistically, they didn't pick until the third round. Like, what did you expect them to come away from this? I mean, they have with? way other needs, I guess, because we have no fucking like, but, idea. But about do they Watson. even have? Do they even have any like building blocks? Like, no. Who do you no. build that team around? Because Tunsil Tunsil is their left tackle. That's the only good piece I think they have. And now Tunsil probably wants to kill himself. He gets. <laughs> Well, no, because he's the highest paid tackle in the league, but yeah. he's pumped because he gets traded there. But he's the only, like, team. young, like, you know, obviously guy yeah, that they have there who's obviously a stud, but, like, that, nobody else. <laughs> you don't build a team around a left tackle. You build a team around a quarterback, and then you get a left tackle. You don't get a left tackle, and then, oh, yeah, let's bring a guy they're, in. They're just screwed, so yep. I don't know. You're right. It sucks for them. 
I'm actually real, real quick before we get into a little more. What do you guys think about the? Um, I thought it was kind of surprising too. The the Kyle Trask to the Bucks. Interesting. Was that was a last pick of the second round? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a great spot for him. He can be behind Tom. But what 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 do you guys think about that? What do you guys think when that when that pick happened? I think uh, Blaine Gabbert is. Uh... <laughs> Quite concerned about his future there as the backup quarterback. <laughs> You're right. I think Blaine, Blaine, Blaine is no, no, but like no, you, you guys, you guys like Trash? Like you think I he'll mean, be like uh, uh, you know pretty good in the NFL? I mean, it, I I think that pick signals that Tom Brady has like five years left. Yeah, you think? No, <laughs> yeah, Trasky's, yeah, Trasky's older five. though for yeah, five but, years. That's the uh, I know. I really do. Fifty. I really do. I don't think Kyle Trask ever plays a game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Tom Brady will remain the starting quarterback there, and then in like four years. Trask will be like hyped up as like, oh, well, he learned under Brady. Like a Garoppolo and, deal. And, and the Bears, after Justin Fields flames out, will probably pay him like Shut four years, 50 up. million or something like that. Oh my God. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Well, I, you, you know what sucks? I can sort of see that. <laughs> Tom never, re- I mean, Tom's never going to retire. We know, understand that. He's just we know unbelievable. That. We thought he was going to retire after he had the like four beating, game bad stretch like five years ago. Keeps beating Father Time. So. And then he, won- he was in three Super Bowl since. So yeah, I, want, I wanted no part of Trask, though. I don't see like his game in the NFL. I don't no, either. but the I don't only either. thing that is very interesting to me is that the Bucks brass and their organization <laughs> was talking to Brady about, hey, listen, we are. Looking at a quarterback here, how do you feel about us taking one slash how do you feel about Trask? And Brady was all about it. He loved it. So to me, it's like, well, if you're going to learn from Brady and you're actually going to be good, like, if he ever has to step in, he's got the best receiving core in the league. Like, Tom Brady has not missed a football game since, what, 2008? When he got the ACL, The Chiefs towards ACL, so Bernard Pollard. Kyle Trask will never play it down. (laughs) For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah, as long as Tom right. Brady's on the roster. Might be right, and he is. Okay. Well, I think I'm really the only one that hated things from this draft. But I think this is... I a- saw, actually, not to cut you off, I, yeah, saw, yeah. I saw this morning, I think they said it was the third most watched draft oh, of yeah. all time. Yep. Pretty exciting draft. Like, quarterback... I mean, there was, was a lot of big names. That's what there was a lot had. of big names, too. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The, the kid was... We were saying he was going to be the first pick when he was a fucking freshman. He could have been the first pick in the draft as a freshman. Yeah, we uh, we were just waiting for it. We we go into the draft next year in Vegas, or I think we should wait two years when it's in Kansas City. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is in Kansas City in two years. All right. So yeah, Vegas, and then go get your KC ribeye. Go get you. Go get your KC ribeye from PR. <laughs> nice, but I think this is going to be a recurring segment for us once we actually are fully into football season around. I don't know, maybe June. <laughs> no, June, July, August, whatever. But. It's going to be called Love It, Hate It, Truly, I Don't Know. So, we're going to pick teams that we, all three of us, or one of us, really loved their draft, hated their draft, or really don't know how we felt about their draft. So, each of us was randomly assigned which subject we are going to talk about and which team it is. We all picked the teams, but the subject was randomly chosen. So, Tony... Was the lucky guy, and he got the love it. So, Tony, which team's draft did you love, Ben? Uh, well, also, just a little disclaimer there. We could not select our favorite teams right. uh, in, a, in this, True. In yeah, this yeah, little segment. Point. So, right. um, outside of that Chicago draft that I just loved, uh, another draft that I really loved was uh, the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, they were at 22 overall, and they took... What was thought of as could have been probably the number one corner in Caleb Definitely. Farley. Definitely, he probably would have been, yeah. 
if uh, if they they didn't have those medical concerns that popped up with his back. Yep. I mean, honestly, I feel like this kind of stuff happens like every year. And every all these, year, all these dudes end up being totally fine, go on to have like fifteen year careers. Right. The only guy I can really think of <clears> is <throat> is Nick Fairley. That's the only guy. I hated that pick as soon, right. as, soon as they did it. I mean, the Lions I knew he was didn't need be a him. Bum. The Lions didn't need him at all. They'd fucking <laughs> sue with him. Oh, I knew he was going to be a bum. But that's like the only guy where but, it really never worked out. Yeah, I really like what Tennessee was able to do. They needed a lot of help on the defensive side of the ball. I remember last year in fantasy, I just like kept trotting their defense out there. Right, because you thought they were the team from two or three years ago. With <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, I was saying, like, yeah, this is the week. They're going to put it together. Yeah, like, they got like the least amount of pressures on, on the quarterback, right, for a defense. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that's why I like they, what they did because they took. Yeah, they needed a lot of help on the back end, and they got it. They took um, Rice and they took Weaver. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like I really like the Farley pick at twenty two. Also, shoring up the O line with uh, that kid Radunes from North Dakota State. Yeah, in the second round. Yeah, because so they, they have Mulan and Radunes at bookend tackles. Well, because what they did last year, they took a tackle in the first round, and then the kid, you know, and then one of my psycho and pretty much quit quit the NFL. <laughs> so that's awesome. One of my favorite picks uh, out of the whole draft was Elijah Molding yeah. uh, in the third round to Tennessee. I, I told you about this kid. He literally, if you look up Tyron Matthew comparable, this would be that kid Yeah, from Washington. He was all over the field. If you if you put on any Washington game yep. on like a late Saturday night at like midnight, you put it on, just follow the ball, and he was around the ball every yep. single snap. I love players like that. Yep. It's getting more like that, too, in football. We- you know, defensive guys. That kid's a stud. That just, just play multiple positions. Like, just, you know, from everything, from everything I read, they said he slid because they don't know exactly where he fits. What position? Yeah. Or whatever, right? Just put yeah. him on the on the right, field right, and he'll right. play. That's kids, almost, kids a gamer. That was almost like uh, the guy last year from from uh, from Clemson. Who did they take? Simmons. Simmons, right? Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. Yeah. yeah, They don't know if he's and a safety did, linebacker. Didn't, didn't or like his first start. He had that pick against uh, Russ in overtime. Or something yeah. Like that? yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we were like eight games in the year. He hasn't played once, and then he plays. Starts the first game against Seattle and like saves the game. Like, <laughs> makes no sense. Just get the fucking guy in the field and watch him play. But yeah, I really like. What Ten- I, re- I really like what Tennessee did. Yeah, I think they had a really strong draft. Three immediate day one starters, and that's really all you could hope for from a draft. Yep. Right. Yep. Totally right. So um, I got the one that I wanted to get. I got to hate it because I was dying to talk about this. Oh God, Scrod! Disclaimer. Sorry to, hurt, sorry to hurt you, Scrod. Just you might want to cover your ears for this one. Any Raiders fans but, out there? But yeah, the Oakland Raiders draft was just—I I don't understand what what they were doing. I mean, they—they just so they just gave a contract extension to Colton Miller, who, who's a good left tackle, but they draft a guy who. Probably would have been there for them in the middle of the second round um, in Leatherwood, and he's going to play right tackle for them. They already the next morning, Gruden already said, "Yep, starting right tackle." <laughs> I mean, I mean, and then so that's that's the first thing where he could have just been a second round, you know, pick, or or if anything, maybe you know they can trade up in the second round for him. Right. But you know, I, I didn't understand the pick. He had apparently the worst Senior Bowl out of any lineman there was. So I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't understand that pick. It was it was shocking yeah, to me. Yeah, you did not like that pick. So that was start. another one that was surprises me. But I wanted yeah. to wait till this segment. And then obviously they have so many needs, especially on, on defense. Dude, they where, had the worst defense like historically in yardage, like ever. And their biggest problem was, I mean, you want to say pass rush, sure, for any team, but like they had they have no corners. But yeah. they have no crazy. cornerbacks. It's actually insane because is this the fourth? I feel like if it wasn't this year. 
because they took Leatherwood, they've taken a corner like every fucking year. Yeah, yeah, you're with right. The first or second round pick. Yeah, but they've taken the wrong corner every, every time. Fucking time, <laughs> and it's always guys from Clemson or Alabama. Yeah, like and they don't work out for them. Don't work out right. Or Damon Arnett. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but still, Ohio State, though, another big school. But, like, so they ended up from rounds two through four, (laughs) literally two through four, (laughs) drafting three straight safeties. Why? When they don't really – yes, I mean, like, they could probably use a safety, of course, but – they their bigger bigger need was a cornerback. Well, to take three safeties, and they took you one, two of them, and they took one corner, <laughs> and they took one corner from Illinois, who personally I never heard of. Yeah, Nate Hobbs from Illinois in round five. That's the only corner they they took in Oop. the draft. Nate <clears throat> Hobbs. <laughs> so like, so like every draft, Bruin and Mayock have are just mind boggling, and and they take risks and and reach, and they just end up not working out. This I, is this is what's scary to me. And I, want, I don't get it, Tony. I want I want you to answer this honestly, <clears throat> John. I know you will. Has Has Gruden and Mayock the combo ever had a good draft yet? Honestly, no, have not, they had a good not draft even close. yet? No, not even close. or close. No, no. I don't. I really do not think they've had a good draft yet. It's because they they try to be the smartest guy in the room at all right. times. Yep. And like it's insane. It's crazy. Two years ago or last year, whatever it was. Yeah. Like they drafted him what third or fourth? He would have been probably like the twentieth pick. They drafted him fourth overall. Yeah, he would have been the twentieth pick or something. Everybody on the planet, everybody on the planet was screaming, "Josh Allen, take the DN, Josh Allen." Yeah, and they take Cleveland Farrell, and he's fucking terrible. And then they take Arnett, like we were just saying. Like yeah. it's just the guys that they're taking is just like like like. I mean, Tony just said trying to be the smartest guy in the room, and it's just not working <laughs> out for him. I mean, realistically though, like no matter what the Las Vegas Raiders did. Is it going to change anything in terms of no. where they finish in the standings? No. I, I think that they're pretty clearly the worst team in the AFC West. Yes. Especially now with yes with Denver clearly right. on the rise. Right. And Herbert. And they, still, just, and they still have a good roster. It's the Chargers the, got to stay healthy. I yeah. mean, it's, I, like the, it, it's like that every year. They're yeah. by far the worst team in that division. <laughs> I don't think... Drafting Alex Leatherwood in the first or second round is going to change that. No, no, you're it's right, but gonna, still, I mean, it's still was it mind boggling? Oh, right, yes, that's what I'm saying. But course. it's still just like, why do they keep doing this? Like, I, I, I don't think they have their jobs in like a year or two. So, well, they owe him 100 million. So that's <laughs> fucking great. He doesn't really care. He's yeah, just he's just partying in Vegas. So <laughs> my thing is like, I, it's just crazy to me what the Raiders have done. Like, I, I do like. I like Alex like Leatherwood, but like I don't know if he was the right guy. To he wasn't take the right there. pick to take there. Like I don't they, think so. like you said, they have so many fucking needs. They need a defensive player that's actually going to be good for them. Yep. And they were like Alex Leatherwood, man, that's our guy. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, no, it's not. You guys need to take somebody on fucking defense. Oh man, you guys give up nine hundred yards a game. I get every other pick you had after that was defense, but like Christopher John said, they were fucking safeties. You you can only they start took three three in a row. That's from the last of. time I checked. You can only start well, two well, safeties. They, they must have had Not three, and they already have two on the roster. I will say the, the guy they drafted can't play fucking safety. The guy they drafted in the second round it was um, Trayvon Moore. Right, yeah. he he is he was, pretty good, but yeah. I mean, yeah, he's good. But like, why then? Then why draft two more right after that? And why take Jonathan Abram a couple of years ago? My, and I know Scrum is statistically say, the worst safety in the NFL. Jonathan Abram is graded out <laughs> as the worst consensus safety in the league yet. Raiders fans love him because he can tackle. The guy literally could not guard me if I went out there. I'm sorry, but he can't. Yeah, I'm not an Abram guy either. No, he's fucking horrible. He thinks it's 1991. <laughs> like, no. 91, eh? Yeah, because he just goes out there and puts his head in front of everybody, and it's not going to do anything anymore. You get flagged for that shit. Although, 
I mean, they did sign Casey Hayward. I wonder if they had that deal lined up pre-draft. Yeah, but they, how healthy is he going to be? He's been, Pro- hurt. He's been hurt since 2016. Probably not going to be very healthy. Right. But, I mean... You know what's going to happen? It is, it is. He's going to have two good games. He's going to play the Chiefs, get roasted, and then Scron's <laughs> going to hate him. Every mm. Raider fan's going to fucking turn on this guy. Probably. So, Tony got to love it. John got to hate it. <laughs> truly don't, Ma. And ja, Joe truly gets, I don't know. And the team that I really don't know if I like their draft, or if I hate their draft, or if I really just don't know about their draft, and that team for me was the Colts. I don't know how I felt about their draft at all. There's a couple teams where I'm like, eh, I don't know. Steelers draft, eh, I don't know. Stan yeah. smokes one. Uh, I know, definitely know about that. <clears throat> but Eagles, to me, also had an eh draft. But to me, the Colts, like... All those teams you just named, too, for me. But right, like, I don't know. The, same. the biggest like, yeah, reason I why I don't know about their draft is they take Quiddy Pay at 21, right? But, yes, I understand they, they lost Justin Houston, but to me, their biggest need, without a fucking doubt, was left tackle. Yeah. Costanzo retires, and then, like, don't tell me there wasn't tackles there, because who got taken two picks later by the Vikings? Yeah, there's all. Right. But I'm I'm just looking at it. there was a little run of offensive tackles in round two. Maybe they maybe they, they thought, were maybe yeah. they were hoping to get one. Yeah, to land one in the second round. Yeah. yeah. And and there was a little run that went just in front of them. Um Yeah, I don't know. I mean <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't even know a lot of these guys that Indy took. Which is why Never I don't know about their draft. The, <laughs> so the next pick was this kid Dio out of I don't even know how to say his last name from Vanderbilt. He was Adina? defensive end. But like they, if you take a DN in round one, why are you yeah. taking another one in round two? I don't know. And you know what? I bet you we're going to look back in this draft in like three years and say, wow, that 2021 Colts draft was great. Because Chris Ballard is yeah, good at this. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he's good. really good at this. He's good. At, he's he's definitely good. But we've been saying this for how many years and they still can't get anywhere in the fucking playoffs. He's had four <clears> good <throat> drafts now and hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, but now they got their guy. But what well, really screwed them went, was Andrew Luck retiring. No, that's, went, that's right. why. But, right. Obviously, but yeah. that killed them. Wensylvania. Yeah, Wensylvania is their cue. <laughs> Wentz, I do think Wentz will be better there this year. But, yeah. like, you got to protect the family, Michael. And they don't have a left tackle. So, <laughs> why didn't they sign Villanueva? I don't know. Didn't you just say that Eric Fisher's headed there? Well, he's headed there for a visit. But, like, breaking the- news. From the hot corner guys, <laughs> yeah. Eric Fisher signing with the Colts one yep. year, one year, seven and a half million. Tells me, tells the corner that he's signing there. No, but like then they take a tight end in round four. They're good at tight end. Take a fucking tackle. Like they have. Like to me, it's just like I don't know. I do like Quiddy Pay. Like I do think he's going to be good. But yeah, they, he was, they he could was... take Darisaw right there. Take him right there. Then your tackle's good, and then you could take that DN in the second round. But to me, like we said, it's a lot of guys that I'm not really familiar with. You're not familiar with Tony. <laughs> no, 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 no and Tony. I, and I and I consider myself a a like draft psycho. Well, enthusiast. dude, especially for this year because yeah. you were all about it with praying to fucking Christ Himself that you were taking a quarterback. Right. And and honestly, I was all over the offensive tackles too. So right. what you're saying is that uh, you're surprised that they didn't take one. So am I? Because there were a ton of good offensive tackles. Um, so you didn't talk about this. The Bears got a good one in round two. Yeah, how about that, huh? Yeah. Pace trading up. Yeah, saying fuck it and going all in. You were all about just fields, but their best pick might have been in the second round. Yeah, I know. The I value, know. Uh, it's mainly the value well, there. La- yeah, it's the not, value. Not how to, was he there? Yeah. Honestly, if if they stayed put and took him at 20, 
Fuck people, yeah. People would have been pumped. Raiders probably should have took pick. Raiders probably should have took him at 17. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, we're talking about we're talking about Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. Yes. Big Mauler from Oklahoma State. Yep. He's a big and then, boy. And then the Bears cut. He's um, a big boy. Then yeah. they cut. Um, who was the left tackle for the Bears before this? Charles Leno, right? Leno. Yeah, they just yeah. cut him too because they they drafted this kid. So, yep. so like, but Tony, like, even you were saying it, right? Like when when you were saying that there was a couple tackles in a row that got taken in the second round, you would have thought the Colts would have been like, well, one of the we teams see, that would have took him. Well, we see one of them go. Let's fucking trade up and take yeah. one. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, especially because they've done so much trading back. Yeah, I know they gave up a couple of picks in that Wench trade, but. They over the years, everyone's praised them for trading back. Yeah, and then there they stand pat and take a, a defensive end that probably won't play for two years. Right, like yeah. from you Vanderbilt. You don't need to take a developmental DN in the second round when yeah. your roster itself is not far away. Right, no, they're they're win now. Yeah, they I mean, they're they're wins. They need to win this year. Yeah, and they almost beat the Bills on the road last year. Yep. They lost what it was a three point game. Yeah, in we, were watching, we were watching that yeah. game at the bar. Yeah, right. right. That's right. Yep. I would, you know, uh, the more we talk about this, I I think that that would probably have been my nomination for hate it Colts. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't really dive too deep into their draft. It's just, I mean, it, it's just that's to a me surprising draft. To me, yeah. it's just the reason why I don't know about it is because I do really like Quiddy Pay. I yeah. do, I do think he's good, and the Colts just get sacks all from these, anywhere. On all this these team. Michigan prospects, though, like. Do they have, ever really pan have out? Any of them panned out? I don't even. They're know. all like big time recruits, and they're all like okay. Yeah, they just, they're, they're never, like they're, they're never, never like, like, fuck, he's a stud. Yeah, no, no, they never get that second contract. No. Like, where it's like, oh, yeah. Well, Frank Clark That's, did, right? He, he was a Michigan right. guy. Frank Clark did. But that was like but he's not hardball, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm talking about these hardball, right. yeah, you're Michigan, right. you're like, totally five right. stars yeah, that yeah. every year they're breaking some sort of recruiting violation to go get. Yep. Yeah. No, you know? Right. You're definitely right. But, so, yeah, definitely interesting to see how this draft, like, shook itself out because... A lot of trades all over the place. A lot of rumors all over the place. I mean, listen, during the fucking draft, like, we were still on an edge about Aaron Rodgers. We had no idea if he was going to get traded or not because, you know, a lot of people were saying, like, well, if it is Denver, like, why not just give him the pick right now plus yeah. more picks? You wanna, you wanna yeah, touch, I, I want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Development. I, And you know what? I do think I do think this is the best way to end it is to talk about the most current, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Like, what do we think about that? You want to start? Oh me? Okay. Yeah, you right there. Um, I I think the Packers. I I wouldn't trade them if obviously be if I was right. the Packers. I mean, I know they drafted Jordan Love, which you guys are going to talk about, um, or probably going to say. But I mean, he was just the MVP. He was, you know, he didn't play a great second half against the Bucks in the playoffs. But I mean, they were literally a half hey, he away didn't play from that being. Bad. He didn't play great. No, he, he didn't, didn't play, play great. He didn't play how Aaron Rodgers. I mean, dude, could play, they kicked but... a field goal and they have no business kicking fucking field goal. Right, and then like so they were a half away from you know being in the Super Bowl. Like I said, guy won the MVP. Yeah, you know he's still obviously you can see has you know multiple years left. They're like you know they have a bunch of veteran guys on that team that you know their defense is solid, right? That they want to you know go on these you know runs in the playoffs and hopefully try to win Super Bowl. So like them starting back with Jordan Love, like they would give they would be pretty obviously rebuilding because they'd be getting rid of more than just Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, they'd be getting rid of like probably multiple guys on defense. So like that's what a bunch of other guys as well. About. So this is this is what it is to me, right? You got to think this of all is, the guys on their team. Like you said, this is like a snowball effect, right? When your quarterback, not even that. When Aaron Rodgers requests a trade, if you he, think Devontae Adams is going to want to stay right, there? Like, that's my thing. Way. If Aaron Rodgers is gone, right? Does Devontae Adams want to catch passes from Jordan Love? Or does he want to be a star receiver and get fucking cut and then pick where he wants to go? That's what I'm saying. So, like, like I mean, no. there's so much more that well, even goes You forget it. about the snowball effect this that happens. Yeah, but this isn't going to turn into the NBA. Players don't run the league. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not even what I'm saying. I'm just saying 
Devontae Adams is not going to want to fucking be there because him and Rodgers are boys. No, no, you're, you're, I know what you're saying because, yeah, once Rodgers is gone, I mean, all the, whole, the other vets on that team right. are, are, are good. It's like, what's the point of signing Smith, want out. Smith squared and everybody else? No, you're right. But I think, um, I think they figure it out. I, I mean, think he's going to stay. Uh, what do you think, Tony? It's just, if you had to say right now, May 4th, is he staying in the league? I mean, is there, is there any other situation around the league where, the star quarterback has been so public about like his his displeasure with the team, Other especially than for a team that's Russ. had like so much sustained success. <clears throat> I know always. it's only been one. I know every it's only year. been one Super Bowl, but they're consistently the best team in the league. They win the division yeah. every fucking year. They just, right. they just so, haven't done so there there has not been a a more hostile situation with with such a, a league, you know, MVP-type player. Like, it started with the tail end of McCarthy, because early on, Rodgers loved McCarthy, and then at the end, it was right. gone. And then when they got LaFleur, and then LaFleur was like, yeah, Rodgers has no say here. Right. Rodgers, yeah. is, Rodgers it, it like, got off to a bad, Yeah, it got off to a bad start from, from day one. Literally from day one yeah, of LaFleur. Um, at the end of the day, I... Uh, you think he's going? Right, yes now, no? right now, if I had to say... May 4th, is he leaving, Tony? Unfortunately, no, I don't think he is. I don't think so, no. So, I'll believe it when I see it, that's where I'm at. But, I will say... There's just so much smoke for there to not be some fire. Do I think eventually that he he's do I think he's gonna finish his career there? Of course not. But no. like No, I don't think I don't I don't think he I, I think if anything, if he stays, this is his last year. Yes. You think so, really? If, Dude, if he stays, this is his last you year. You gotta think about it. Well, how he many years do they have left on his deal? Would, I think it's two, right? I, I think it's two. Yeah. And well, then, but I don't think they owe him any more guaranteed money after this year. You yeah, might be you're right. right. You're probably right. But like they just haven't done enough for him. Like you see, obviously, I was saying today what you know Mahomes gets. Like, well, like what what yeah. Brady gets. Like if they say, "Hey, I want this guy," you're like Pat saying that Andy and and. But um, what else does he need? But I'm just saying. I mean, he. I mean, they don't really have great wideouts. They, they don't, don't have great wideouts. They have Devontae, but that's it. He wants wildness. He wants. He wants more protection. Like they don't give him like a but sick defense, like like Tom has. Or I mean, yeah, or he doesn't have like a that. Like guy, like Mahomes has. Like Mahomes they, has I was Kelsey saying, and Tyreek. I was I mean, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is pretty dynamic. That's a running back, right. though. You I know, but running backs. you don't win with running backs. You win with a fucking. I said this today. I said this today to Scron. They have not drafted um, a first round offensive player in the last ten years. The only time they did was obviously Jordan Love. Which they haven't is, drafted a wide receiver, a running back, yeah, that a is tight crazy. End, like anything. That is crazy to think about. No lineman in the first round, like, in the last 10 years. So this is what people, like, forget to mention, right? They take Jordan Love in the first round. Their second round pick was a running back. <laughs> and they paid, I know. And they paid Aaron Jones. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. What the fuck are they doing I get the NFL. Days? I get definitely, the NFL now. It's like a two-back thing, but, like, And I you mean, also have to think about this, too. No quarterback, I don't care who the fuck you are, best quarterbacks ever, never, ever stay with the team, always. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady's gone. Joe Montana was the Kansas City Chief, guys. Okay, like everybody goes. Peyton. Like everybody goes. Yeah, too. Every right, and I think Rodgers knows that. That's why he he knows his days are numbered. His days are done in Green Bay, and that's why I also think he stays. I think. <laughs> I think this year. Is yes, his, this year I think he stays. This will probably be his last year here as a as a Packer. Yeah, he's gonna end. This year, as a player. Yeah, I think he wants to definitely leave there on his own terms. And right. Green Bay right now I also is trying to maneuver it so that they tell him when he's done. Yes. I also think he So has, who blinks first? I don't know. I think he has so much respect for Devontae Adams as well that he's not going to leave him high and dry this year. I do think there is going to be like a talk between those two. Like, listen. Like I'm, a last dance type thing? Yes. Like, this is our <laughs> last dance. No problem with the glove. I'm done after this year. And... Whether you're coming with me or not, I'm out because yeah. I can't fucking take it anymore. I could definitely see that. I th- yeah. I do think that this will 
that he will stay. Um, and I, but I do think that they're headed for divorce. So that gives me my last point with the whole trading with him, right? Is say he finishes this year in Green Bay, right? That brings up way more teams next year that also could be open for quarterbacks. Like, mm-hmm. what if the Washington football team's close? And they're like, well, maybe we'll trade whatever the fuck it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. Or Steelers are done. Big Ben is the reason why they got held back. Do the Steelers maybe say, hey, listen, take whatever the fuck you want and we'll take Aaron Rodgers. Like, it just opens up a window of I know so they many just took teams. Mac Young. What about the Pats? Right. It's, it's Bill. I mean, he's older, too. Who knows, you know. You never know. He wants to wait for Mac Jones a little bit or whatever. And then, you never know. I hate to say this. Hmm. Don't say it. I know what you're saying. Don't the do it. The New York football giants. Don't do it. Having those picks like you mentioned earlier. Yep. I mean, they're a team that can do it, too. So, I mean. Like, we thought that this offseason was crazy with the quarterbacks wanting trades like Watson, Rodgers, Wilson. Yeah, but none of it happened. None of it happened. Yeah. Next year... It's going to be the same fucking scenario again. And do we actually see some quarterbacks get traded? Because now you could add Matt Ryan on that list, too. I don't know. Or do we see some GMs fired, like Brian Gutenkist? Could happen. Might see that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us at the Hot Corner here. Tony, thank you so much for coming on, babe. I Boys, do- great job. Thanks for having me on. I, I do pleasure, bud. I do think this will be uh, maybe a more consistent thing once football season's around because I think you guys are going to want to hear Tony Going off the rails about his fucking bears whenever they lose or whenever Justin Fields has a good or a bad game. Same thing with CJ, with Zach Wilson, and same thing with me on my Chiefs. So thank you guys again for sticking around for another episode of The Hot Corner. We'll be back probably in two weeks because we did back-to-back sods in back-to-back weeks, so we like to give baseball a little breather. But hope you guys liked the episode this week. Thank you again for always listening, always being around. And just want to say, go Chiefs, babes. Peace. Boss, you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday.